could buy a house on memory lane. I'd put my money down and I'd sign my name on that little corner lot where it don't ever rain. And we'd stay good as new, like a fresh corner paint. You'd be mine in the shine of the front. Shy Tucky Bourbon side. Brothers here, like a fresh coat of paint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what he just said. <laughs> That's not where as, I thought you were as, going. As a home builder, does a fresh coat of paint really mean that much? Is it like, wow, it's, man, that yeah. feels good. Really? Wow. Yeah. You paint something in my house, I barely notice. Shot talking Barman, Mike and Tony, what's happening? We are We are a tail between our legs over here. I don't know if there's any uh Oh yeah, we fans are fans or listeners that are uh, that are gamblers, but uh Tony and I tried to take on Vegas. And what I mean by that is we started <laughs> We started gambling Saturday uh, on college football and Sunday. Well, on, wait, wait, wait. We've been doing this for a couple months now. Okay. And we've done okay. We right. were up. Right. Not up enough to matter, but we were up. You know who does a lot of research on gambling lines and spreads and stuff like that? Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. I was just so saying, well, you, it's not me. I hope you weren't going to say me. And then if you talk about sports and one guy gets hurt and some guy plays good in the rain or whatever, that's more horse racing, but stuff like that. And as they say, all bets are off. And Tony and I have been losing. We've had a few bad weeks. We had a bad weekend. <laughs> I think, did we win one last weekend? I think they're going to win, and I think the score is going to be under. Both Both. over, and the other team won. Bongo. Two bad bets in one day on one game. Shit. I was so bad this week that I was like, Mike, this is what I like, so you should just take the opposite of everything. (laughs) Do the opposite. I was like, but you hate that team. Not that that matters. It's not about you got to take all emotions out of it. We don't bet on the Bears. I firmly believe. We don't bet on the Bengals. We don't bet on... Our colleges, we we try and you know you got to have no emotion, but even that has not worked. Man, we were so good. Like three (sighs) weeks ago, we had a good weekend. I think we ended up going like eight for nine, top of the world, feeling good. And and full disclosure, when we were, you know, let's call it up a couple thousand bucks, no big (laughs) deal. Tony, you would think we would have other conversations. Nope, Tony's like. Is there any expensive whiskey we want to buy? <laughs> should we cash uh, out and buy the King we, of Kentucky for this year? Should we cash out and buy some expensive juice? And I'm like, not yet. Let's keep it going. And well, he was we right. when you're up, out. <laughs> when you're up, you walk away. Anyway, enough about gambling. But just so you know, we're gambling. Hey, we're, you are we're not down overall. We just unfortunately right. lost most oh, of our, yeah, not all not, of our winnings. Our kids are still going it. to college. We can still afford our house payments. We're not down at all overall. I'm just kidding. Like we were, we were up enough that we were talking about a King of Kentucky. Now we might be talking about a maker's mark. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Anyway, we're here to drink some whiskey. Shy Tucky bourbon brothers, not gambling brothers. Today we're doing, you've heard of MGP Midwest grain products in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They're putting out these Remus products. Yeah. Remus straight bourbon whiskey. They just came out with something called highest rye. Ross and Squibb Distillery is their distillery that's right on their aquifer. They call it the Miami Aquifer, and there's tons of great, delicious water flowing right out of there, making this what is called their highest rye bourbon. 51% corn, standard, 
39% rye, and then they do a 10% malted rye, which is weird. I've never seen that before. Have you? It's always barley. I've, I've seen malted rye, and a lot. some people don't really like it because it's just not your standard malted barley, and it gives a different flavor uh, that some people don't r- like. But I just love the fact that um, how they put this together <clears throat> is... There is no mathematical way that a bourbon could have more rye in its mash bill and still be a bourbon. So it's pretty much 49% rye or some version of a malted rye and 51% corn. So when they say highest rye, is Tony going to like this? I don't know. But when they say highest rye, there's a ton of rye in it with still being a bourbon, straight bourbon whiskey. So uh, this is six years old. Why why is this Remus guy important, Tony? And why is he like the well, the king of bootleggers? Yeah, so sounds this, fake. It it's Come you know what on. it probably is because everything from you know our grandparents' age, it's kind of like playing that game of telephone. It just keeps getting more and more not true as it goes on. But um the the I guess the who George Remus is, George Remus gained notor- notoriety as the king of the bootleggers. In the in the Prohibition era, you know he was a criminal defense attorney involved in bootlegging and murder cases. So he figured out, and then while he was doing this, he figured out a loophole in this act called the Volstead Act, which I'm really not sure exactly what the Volstead Act is. But what it did, it permitted individuals to procure distilleries and lawful manufacturing of medical whiskey. So he acquired all of these working distilleries in the Cincinnati area. And uh, more or less turned him into quote unquote medical whiskey places. He got himself in all kinds of trouble and ended up going to prison in Atlanta. Sounds like a fun guy to hang out with, though. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's he like was, the guys I know in Philly. Like they're fun to hang out with. Yeah, I don't know I, if I'm like yeah hanging out all the time, but you know, one one weekend a year, those are my kind of guys. Once in a while, right? I mean, I guess <laughs> sometimes you need to do that. <laughs> All right, are we done? Are we done with George Remus, the king yeah, of bootleggers? I mean, it's kind of it's funny because Remus, you know, obviously Lawrenceburg, Indiana, is right outside of Cincinnati. He's known for this bootlegging thing out of the Cincinnati area, so it kind of makes sense that somebody pulled his name onto a bourbon bottle. I that's think. right near. That's right near uh, your mom. Yep, right there. So, like, right there. Like, yeah. did you leave high school and head over to Lawrenceburg and take a few sips? Yeah, it was it was the Bartle and James Distillery when I grew up there. <laughs> MGP was the Bartles and James Gosh, Distillery. Going back, that was so. It's always been something special because back in the seventies, eighties, and whatever nineties, so, yeah, Bartles and James, those are the two guys sitting on the nineties, sitting, yeah. sitting on the front porch, swing, drinking wine coolers, Lynchburg. No, that's Tennessee, <laughs> but yes, that was the Jack Daniels Lynchburg, Tennessee's. But they had all the Bartles and James like wine cooler things. Okay, so wait. High school comes around. Certain guys are drinking whiskey. Were certain guys no, like nobody Bartles and whiskey, James really. dudes? And you oh, for like, sure, dude. It's like it's it's when you were young, everybody drank sweet stuff. So you would drink. Uh, so that wasn't frowned Zima's upon. You were like, oh, you pussy, you're drinking. Honestly, it's whatever you could get in high school. Like you have to still buy it, be able to buy it. So, um, but yeah, I feel like when you're when you're entry into booze, you're drinking like I don't know natty ice and. Bush light and you know all the sweet stuff like all the kids Zima. Uh, Zima. yeah for sure you put the was, skittles in them and they would change colors i was a big Zima guy. Uh, <laughs> but you just, were a bartles and james guy the same thing i, I actually love the lynchburg lemonade 
I did. I like the Lynchburg lemonades. Would you drink them nowadays? I have not even seen one in forever. But yeah, I drink one. Why not? Who cares? My wife will tell you that I still like the some of those sweet drinks. You know, all the kids world. now, like the, the young one, they're starting to drink in high school, unfortunately. they Now they're all on like the White Claws and Trulies because it's sweet. That's what they all like. Have you ever had one of those? Uh, yes, for sure. Not many, though, because I don't really like those. I know, I know that people like them when they're on boats or on the beach and stuff because they're like light drinks. That's like when I would particularly drink a beer. Uh, Malibu, you know, that like coconut rum yeah. or whatever they call it. They just put out cans. They're 7%. They're delicious. <laughs> I they're pretty, they're when pretty I, good. When I go to the house, ha- when I go to your beach. One, I was like, this is going to be nasty. And I was like, oh, that's actually, you know, a, a little bit of the coconut stuff's not bad. I have yeah. to say, but you have to you gotta, crazy sweet, crazy. Yeah. Sweet. You got to take that in, in super moderation. I mean, that talk about getting sick the next day. So we haven't, I think I mentioned this is six-year-old, um, 109 proof. So it's like, you know, it's it's over that bonded uh, 100. Uh, so it's getting up there where I like it. I like high rye. Six years, I feel like is old enough. And this is coming out at $54.99. So we'll get to the sip method eventually, but it's it's checking boxes for sure. Um <clears throat> Yeah, there's a new. Uh, I think people are gonna hate on it because it looks like a bottle that uh, cheap. It looks like a it cheap. looks cheap. It looks like a Costco label, or you know, <laughs> if Walgreens made a whiskey, uh, it would look something just like a big box, just kind of not so great. But I picked uh, this up from the uh, Kagan bottle up in Glenview. There's a new store up there, and the uh, owner, one of the ooh. owners, is Anthony, and he set me up with some name of this drop when Whoa. he when he finally he he got some stuff in, sent me a text, and said, "Hey, you should try some of this out." So we popped up there, and he actually had a bottle of, not this open, but something else that was open, and you kind of had a little sip in the store, and then I was able to walk out with a couple bottles that you don't just see on the shelf everywhere. That's fun. Uh, Name drop Tony. We're going to call him Name Drop Tony. Just for for today. (laughs) Just for today. Cheers. Uh, Cheers, and let's smell this. Um, I always say MGP always has a nuttiness. If you want to say a peanut, an almond, a cashew, it just has a nuttiness to me, even though what comes through first is kind of a, that rye's coming through, bro. Like it's cinnamon, it's minty. Um, I'm getting some cherries. Oh, really? A little cherry. I don't know why. That like menthol mint. Is taken over big time for me, but I'm wondering if it's going to be. I mean, the nuttiness, the, the nuttiness is is definitely there. Cheers, palate. Cheers. Let's have a sip here. Good mouthfeel right off the bat. Yeah, and then there comes the cinnamon. Whoa, and then there comes the cinnamon. Oily um, again. It's like that. It's like that. Uh, that rye you you had me do last time. Not not as not as not oily as much as definitely oily. Um, warm. Good warm. Yeah, there's 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 a hug. Um, I thought you were gonna say honey. I definitely have a taste of honey in there for sure. I, I you know what? And I, I think say, it might I even say, be a little. I thought bit, you would say that for the reason that it's more maple syrup. Honey isn't like an in-your-face sweetness to me. I mean, it is if you really lather it on something, but that's not usually what you do. It's kind of like a compliment to something else, but. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more of like a maple syrup than a honey. I'm going to I'm going to say it's finish is almost a drawback 
It it you know we've talked about red hots it, before like cinnamon candy. You have to like that again. The candy's say. there, which is good, but it has that kind of like like I want to take another sip to get rid of that. Um, I feel like it's almost got a little bit of like a tobacco at the end, like a mm-hmm. leathery tobacco. Like maybe that's the part that you kind of want to spit it out. Um, yeah, some some sharp notes, um, but we're not talking about. Something that's 12 years, and we're not talking about something that's, you know, way up there in price and super sought after and people have tried. This is brand spanking new. I think this came out in September of 23. So yeah, it's last not month. new is like aging in the bottle. Nothing ages in a bottle, but new that it just hit the market. Um, and uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll change it up a little bit, but it sounds like this is going to be a household product for Remus and or MGP going forward um, since uh, Luxco bought them. So you know, big yeah. money, big money. Uh, they, they, I'm sorry, they bought they bought Luxco. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, but this is good. I like this. I mean, this is a. Um, it gives a little bit of a story on the back of the bottle. I'm just now looking at it. Um, the highest 109 proof I like though. Sorry. What what's the back of the Yeah, you know it, it, this definitely has some this definitely has some of the characteristics of the of the rye you had me. What was the rye we had last time? Um we had a Willet rye. Yeah, that, this has definitely some characteristics of that. Um for sure. I don't know why, but this definitely has some of the characteristics probably because of the high rye I assume, but but yeah. I will say that characteristic that you're describing in that rye before this to me has that high rye to me is like I'm either I'm it's a perfect 50 50 or 51 49 yeah. of like I taste the bourbon in there and I taste the rye in there. So if you're kind of like I like both, which I like both, this this hits a lot of you know, <clears throat> this covers covers a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm glad we. I'm glad I grabbed this one. This is a newer one. It's always nice. Sometimes when you get these these new things, you never know what you're going to get. And I think this was around fifty dollars, if I remember right, maybe sixty. Definitely not more than sixty. Um, could have been fifty four ninety nine or whatever. I don't remember. I don't have the tag on it. But this was. Uh, this is something I'm glad I grabbed. MGP needs to put more thought into their bottling and labeling. Yeah, this is going to go away on a shelf. People aren't going to know I, anything of it. But I bet, exactly, I bet they just don't care. They're like, eventually it'll catch on that it's good or good enough or a good value, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, you know, six year at 109 proof, it's not like everyone is making this. I just think the coolest thing. See how they got the distilled in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, engraved in the engraved bottom of the barrel? in the bottle. That's kind of cool. Um, so we give us a separating. So uh, shareable. Couldn't be more shareable. And why I say that is I love learning new stuff. This came out a month or two ago. No one knows about it. Hey, you're the smartest guy in the room. Let's <laughs> talk about this and let's share it. <clears throat> Influence. I think MGP has spent decades and decades doing really great things. So they're great there and the price is reasonable. So I think it's I think it's three for three. Perfect. Yeah, for me, I agree a thousand percent on all of them. The shareability is, and unless this becomes something that's like crazy allocated, which I don't know why they would do that. Um, I would share this. I would like people. I mean, I, there's not a lot of high rye. I, I've honestly, I cannot give you another bourbon that has had double rye like this off. I mean, I know that there's, there's a couple like Barnheim that do like some high rise and some foolproofs and some weeded bourbons that we've done. 
but I don't know if I've ever done one that's like, especially none. I know I've not done anything that's 49% rye, but I don't know if I've done money that's double rye like this. It's almost always some type of a barley at the end. And what a great idea. We talk about you can change the barrel a little bit, you know, char and all that kind of stuff. You can change the age. Uh, you can, based on temperature and things like that and blending, you can change the proof. What they went right to is changing the mash bill, which is like, hey, no one's ever decided to put that much rye in it. Right. Another idea is to go like 99% corn or something like that, which would, I I think others have done that, but also not very I think common. that's more of a blending bourbon when they do that. Yeah. Anyway, cra- but, cra- crazy fun for what it is. Um, you can in, find influence. this at most... Ahead, and and the, the, the other Remus products, there's uh, there's quite a few of them. The, the Remus repeals, unfortunately, they're up to like 129 bucks a bottle now. Those are legit. Those are very, very good. That's something if you're going to get somebody a present for somebody that matters. I mean, that's, that's a bottle that you're going to find in some glass rooms. You're not really going to see them out. I think they're on version 9 maybe now. They have them in Roman numerals right up on the neck of the bottle. Um, very good. They also have some lower remises that are regular priced, meaning, you know, in the 30 to $30 range. Um, I don't know those as well, but I know I like the repeal and I'm glad I tried this one. Yeah. And I, I there's, there are different prices, different levels, but this is probably their new, almost lowest level. Um, so when you go to the store, if you look up remis, there's probably, I want to say four or five of them now with that. Um, it's a big guy, like a big fat guy on the label, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's George. Well, that's George Remus. Maybe. <laughs> that's what when you see a big uh, fat guy, that's George. <laughs> what are you what are you ranking it? I'll rank it. Two point seven five. Whoa! I haven't even like put my wrap my little tiny brain around it. Oh, hurry up! Um, Have another sip. You need here. Cheers. Take another that, sip. That, Take a deep breath. I'll talk about. I don't know. What do we listen to to start? That, Old Dominion. That, Old that Dominion's coming to Chicago ride. in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, what is, what is that date? Oh, oh I thought November gonna... 17th. Friday, yeah. November 17th. At United Center. Yeah, I'm going to go, actually. I think it'll be fun. Does that mean I'm going? Yeah, you want to go? Okay. I'm going. Fun. I'm in. Be awesome. Why not? Love a good Anybody show. else want to come with us? Be uh, fun. Let us know. Highest rye. I think that's really creative, and I'm going to bump them up to a three flat. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. You like the rye stuff a lot, so I could see how you'd... You'd, you'd grab I, sh- I should have gone a little bit higher, but it's kind of like it's just MGP Remus juice. It's like <laughs> it's, it's just like I can't give it that. There's much. a lot of MGP juice out there, so it's hard. Like I like their, I like how they mix to this, how they they put this together. But there's a lot. Like I mean, all the smoke wagon is MGP, um, and there's a lot of different flavors of that now. This this is way up there as far as a daily drinker, though. This goes because it covers that that bourbon rye. Um, I love Bernheim seven year. If you look at that, that's cheap. That's a good like, one. Um, I would say some wild turkeys, some dickles, stuff that's just like you want something cheap. This is a, I, I actually daily drinker go cheaper, probably more like thirty five bucks, um, because I drink a lot. But uh, this is <laughs> this is a great daily drinker at a nice higher proof that you know you only need one of them on a Wednesday night, not two of them. <laughs> Or two, or two. Okay. I, I mean, I, you know, it depends on your Wednesday night. Depends on what kind of Wednesday it is. Depends on your Wednesday Shy night. Tucky Bourbon Brothers, Mike and Tony, we take care of the whiskey so you could focus on with whom oh. you share it. I'm going slow because he does have the music. I just, it starts, the song starts off low. We're going to start, we're going to end with some Chris Young. 
Young Love and Saturday Night. See what you guys think. Boom, boom, boom. That I love, bass, the, I love, love the bass. that bass drum. Yeah. He's got a this is what Nashville has. I love Nashville. Just stuff like this on every corner. You love what? Going oh, to Nashville for this live music. I had some live music in Chattanooga too. Chattanooga, there was some John Prine going on. Not himself, but some cover bands. It was fun. Peace out, Chattanooga. Cheers.